And I would have been in my uniform. From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Uh, joining us today is special guest Brandon. <laughs> He's a, uh, I guess a beer noob would be the, the easiest way to yeah, say it. It's about right. And he was hanging out and we figured we'd, uh, we'd teach him a little bit about some beer. I mean, he helped I help, bottle. I helped bottle, help so bottle. I'm basically an yeah. expert, right? Yeah, he's that's he's, the fucking worst part. So yeah, it is. I mean, you're a veteran now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the mix. I've seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I remember that bottling incident of '99. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have PTSD about today. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, today we are going to be talking about um, the English barley wine. That we're going to um, be brewing. Yeah, which is BJ uh, CP style 17D, and we'll dive into that in a little bit here. Uh, uh, but uh, right now we've been we're in the middle of our Australian sparkling ale brew day. Exactly. Uh, and it rained on us. It that did. was that was the horrible thing that happened. I was this, so glad I could brew. just go inside. All, like the worst <laughs> the worst part of the rain so far today came exactly when we were ready to boil. Yeah, no, like we, we were get we were getting the louder like we were just loudering and then just rain. <laughs> God, that we were trying to light the fucking boil. Yeah, that was yeah no that was that was Dog not on, good. Doggone boil, not so. good. Uh, and then um, I took a uh, a reading uh, right before we came down. Uh, the 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 chilling started, but we are five points over at least five points over. I can actually get the real number here. Um, yeah, Brutoed. Do do do. Make noises while I, I look up for rest. Edit 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 edit. <laughs> Ha, editing. <laughs> I yeah, no, actually we were shooting for ten fifty, so we're exactly yeah. five points over. So we'll just back it back it down with some water. Yeah. Uh plug that stuff into Beersmith, which isn't a sponsor yet, but really should be, because <laughs> that, that software is amazing. Come on, Beersmith. Right. Uh yeah, so we'll we'll plug those numbers into Beersmith and it'll give us the exact no, uh, amount of water that we need to add to hit ten fifty on the nose. Uh then we'll pitch our ever elusive uh Australian yeast mm-hmm. because Man, that was an epic saga, which you guys heard last week, and yep. was just not not fun. But you know, we got it. We got a story out of it, so we got that going for us, which is nice. There's always a story. Yeah. Well, every brew, man. There's been something. Every brew. <laughs> yep. But yeah, we bottled the porter. Um, tasting pretty good. Like. Yeah, the porter um, uh, was definitely. I mean, I mean, as far as. Right out of the fermenter was good. Yeah, so I'm really excited to see where flavors it is were all it's... on at least. Yeah, um, and tropical stout numbers we hit. Uh, we were I think we were two points below where we wanted to be. So we were at like 164. Mm-hmm. We yeah. wanted to be at once or 1066. So very close. Um, yeah, because I said I told people that we would have the numbers for them. Good enough to still be yeah. within range right. though. Uh, sorry if we're a little uh, janky uh, for this episode. This is we're at the end of well we started at. Eight, so like a twelve-hour brew day, something yeah. or ten-hour brew up day. Showed up at eleven. Yeah, so. uh, we've been. This is a. We're doing a double batch, and we took we took some time off in the middle to uh, <laughs> to do some recording, yeah. uh, like Department of Defense and stuff. But I'm so running on day. three hours of sleep. Yeah, as well. So you're doing good for that. I feel all right. Um, I got a good nap. Yep. Slept solid, but so 
<laughs> we're getting close. We're getting close to the end of this, guys. We just gotta just gotta power through. through this, and we'll be just okay. The end we'll of this okay. recording. We'll be, okay. we'll be done with the day, and then we're yep. getting burgers. Yeah, oh man, I'm so excited. Burgers. Uh, we don't have any beers to taste this week. Uh, next week we should be able to do the American wheat. I think. Yeah. American wheat is next week, so we I'm enjoying your cream. The cream. The cream is. Oh, awesome. I got a good. Let's give it, give that sentence another run. <laughs> I'm enjoying the cream. Was it ale? Yes. Cream okay, ale. Yeah, cream yeah. ale. I'm enjoying that. Yes. Uh, and because it turned out so good. Well, I'm just going to reiterate this because I feel like people really need to know. So cream ale, nothing to do with milk. Yeah. Keep mm-hmm. your milk out of your cream ale. Never, so never, for, never for, do yeah. that. Learn, learn something. <laughs> yeah, you know. And here my in, my inclination was going to be to go upstairs and grab some 2%, but I guess... Well, like, you, you see a lot of people who, they see cream ale, and they're like, oh, did they put, like, lactose sugar in this or something? Like, milk sugar, like, in, in like, a milk stout, you add, like, a milk sugar to it right. mm-hmm. to give it, like, that creaminess. Which and is exactly what I thought when I first had a Which is delicious. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, milk stouts are awesome, yeah. but... Don't put that in there. You want, like, there's, like, I, I don't know why they call it a cream ale. Like, well, actually, because it's kind of creamy. It's, it's got a creamy mouthfeel. Yeah, it has a creamy mouthfeel, but there's no there's no cream right. in it. As a noob to the whole thing, it when should I taste all come this, from the brewing process, not your ingredients. Mm-hmm. As, as a noob well, to the whole I mean, thing, and too, somebody who's, who's not very well versed in the flavors and the different variations and stuff. This still does taste creamy to me, as yeah, creamy yeah. as a beer can get, well, yeah. or as creamy as an ale like this can get. And, that, and that's why it's called that, but it doesn't come from actually putting cream. Not actual in cream, it. yes. It's just the ingredients paired that with the That feels like false advertising. Process. I'm mad about it. <laughs> well, it's creamy. It is. I'm kidding. So it's a creamy well, ale. We, 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 had, we had a very long discussion about it during it the cream gross. ale episode. I didn't know I was hitting a soft spot <laughs> yeah. there. No, uh-huh. it's, it's it's like banana and American wheat beers. <laughs> Keep your bananas out no of the beer. banana. <laughs> well, and then last week we had some banana. Some a banana's banana. okay. Like, just like, what, like half like, a banana, maybe? Like, like not a whole banana, banana. Like a, just a little nana. Just maybe a nana. Yeah. For, the, for the Australian. Yep. You can have, like... Some some banana, banana. but uh, and then the hefeweizen, all the banana, just uh, yeah, you banana, banana, how much banana or clove or whatever the fuck. How you much want. banana just do you have? Not enough. <laughs> hefeweizen is a very different beer. Yes, it's like yep. you want banana, put it all in. Pretty much the same ingredients, though. That's the interesting part. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's just the yeast. Yep. Uh, Don't mess up the banana. Oh man, they will. They will. There's that one. And then these like, guys are banana sticklers. Yeah. Well, and then there's the one guy who's like, <laughs> no clove either, guys. <laughs> yeah. Also no clove, but but the bananas. But the bananas. <laughs> but these guys, they're they're, they're How do you banana feel about sticklers. Plantains? Well, like we the, the big thing is bananas. is we were going through like the the style guidelines like we do, and it's just in all caps, and there was like no banana, and they mentioned it like fifteen yeah. times while we're really? going through it. They yeah. really got to make and sure that, that you don't forget between the steps. And then we did the hefeweizen, and it was like plenty of banana. You should have banana in there. That's good. And then this last beer, the Australian sparkling, it was like some bananas. That's Maybe. optional. You can have some. So they're always They like, have lots of opinions about banana. They're going through these guidelines, writing them, and they're like, all right, guys, what should we say about the banana, though? That's a, <laughs> it's got to be a What's going to be point. our banana note? Our banana so what asterisk? About banana? Well, we can have some. Yeah, you're, you're about right. We can have some banana in this one. None in that one. 
a lot in this one. So so every beer has a banana asterisk with with. It's like got to yeah. yeah. They got to say something about banana. Okay, got it. <laughs> like, See, I'm learning a lot. It, I it, feel well, like, it seems like it's been that way a lot lately. Like, there's, we've talked a lot about bananas the past few we weeks. Have, we've gone through hashtag three bananas. Beers right. since You're going to yeah really that going for that specifically talk about banana hashtag banana beer and we'll see what happens here. I don't think an English yeah. barley wine should have any. Well, banana. should we dive right into the style? I mean, I don't yeah. know if we have a whole lot else to talk about unless you have something to add to the brew day today, but. I don't think. I mean, I mean, we. I smelled uh, uh, Pride of Ringwood for the first time today. Yeah, that was weird. It was interesting. Uh, <laughs> metallic uh, and spicy. Yeah, like a little bit of floral, but not what I thought I was going to smell when I sniffed hops. Yeah, like there was like an iron component yeah. that I was not. Well, I mean, I may have been looking for it because it was in the descriptor. Well, but but when I smelled it, I was like hops. I know what hops are like, like generally. Mm-hmm. And I smelled it, and I was like, is this? Well, what is that? <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of excited to try it because I, I don't think I've ever had that hop in anything. I'm I'm almost positive I haven't now yeah. after smelling it. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, learning, learning, all about learning. Yeah, we're learning. You guys are learning. We're learning. We're all learning together. Together, we're learning. All right. So 17D English barley wine. Overall impression of this beer: a showcase of multi richness and complex, intense flavors. Uh, chewy and rich in body, with warming alcohol and a pleasant fruity or hoppy interest. Uh, when aged, it can take on port-like flavors. A wintertime sipper. Okay. So we're going to brew it in May. Yep. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> we'll have it ready Naturally. in June. Perfect. <laughs> um, aroma. Very rich and strongly malty. Often with a caramel-like aroma in darker versions or light toffee character in paler versions. I like the sound of that. May have yeah. a moderate to strong fruitiness, often with a darker dried fruit character, particularly in dark versions. The so light ar- toffee, dark dried fruit. Yep. Okay. Um, mm, I like the light sounds. The hop aroma may range from mild to assertive. It's, it's uh, that, that's... Well, and hops might be introverted. Well, so I, I think I think it sounds uh, like the uh, results of my personality test. Right. Well, so um, I, I think like if you're if you're looking at aging, aging a barley wine. Yeah. Um, the 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 thing is to usually like over hop it a little bit, like go right. go heavier on the hops because all that's going to die down. Right. And so depending on when you have it, maybe maybe that's what they're talking about. So it's mild to assertive and is typically floral. Earthy or marmalade-like. Ooh, we haven't talked orangey. about marmalade what? at yeah, all. Yeah, that's the first time we've had the marmalade descriptor. <laughs> Alcohol aromatics may be low to moderate, but are soft and rounded. The intensity of these aromatics often subside with age. Okay, we're talking age now. Yep. The aroma may have a rich character, including bready, toasty, toffee, and or molasses notes. Aged versions may have a sherry-like quality, possibly vinous or port-like and generally more muted port like aromas. A- aromatics. You forgot the word aromatics. Oh, I just skipped right jumped over right over yeah. that word. Possibly vinous or port-like aromatics and generally more muted malt aromas. Okay, so I haven't had marmalade in a long time. That's orangey, right? Like, yeah. That's like an orange jelly? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. Roughly. Right. Okay. Um, I think it's got then... orange peels in it. I'm a marmalade expert. I'm not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, actually, I just saw... I just like, wanted to contribute for a second. I think I just saw a jar of marmalade on my mom's table that she bought, and it has orange peels, like, suspended in it. Okay. I believe you're correct. All right, so. All right. okay. Um, and so it seems like a lot of... 
just a lot of like usual like English notes in here, like the bready, yeah. toasty, toffee stuff. It's and then, a, it mo- calls elevators lifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, molasses, molasses throws me a little bit though. Like that's not something I would really expect in an English beer. Though I guess they did a lot of importing. Yeah, and with the and there wait isn't is wasn't it London where like a big wall of molasses murdered a bunch of people? I have no idea what you're talking about. There was something where, like, in the 1800s... Fake news. No, this, this is a real thing. Hang on. Molasses, but, um, death. One, one, like, <laughs> molasses, death wall. <laughs> I, I do... I would like to point out that this Much is a historical style, either, though. Yeah. Oh, Great Molasses Flood. Totally a thing. <laughs> uh, happened in Boston. Sorry. Okay, so no. In in 1919, 21 people died when a giant flood of molasses murdered them. How it moves so slow. I was gonna I was gonna say <laughs> when there's enough of it. Okay, were they sleeping? Uh, okay, this is gonna take a while. All right, hang on. Uh, all right, let's see. A large molasses storage tank storage tank uh, burst, and a wave of molasses rushed through the streets at an estimated 35 miles per hour. <laughs> Killing what? 21 people and injuring 150. Well, you can't so when, swim in molasses. So if when you somebody get stuck, says, you're dead. The next time I hear somebody say it's like, oh, yeah, it moves like molasses, I'm be like, you need to contextualize that. <laughs> like, it, a little Up to molasses 35 miles or now. a lot of molasses. <laughs> Are we talking like Boston in the, what was it, the 50s? Uh, no, 1919. Uh, 1919. 1919, okay. Yep. Uh, and then uh, local folk, fol- folklore says for decades afterwards, residents claimed that on hot summer days, the area still smelled of molasses. Molasses. That's a lot of molasses if it's moving 35 miles an hour. It probably did smell like molasses for years. Uh, So, Well, and it occurred in January, so you'd think cold molasses, right? But apparently the temperature had risen above 40 degrees Fahrenheit, um, which, and like, so it was like a quick, like, rise. Like, it had been like in the, like, the, like, low 20s, teens, and then like a bump jumped up to 40, like, you know, Wisconsin weather. Right. And that caused the tank to burst. And the molasses apparently just built up momentum. I would be so momentum, embarrassed like, to like, die like, by that. Like the juggernaut. I don't want my name in the papers <laughs> for dying by molasses. But but I can see it. Like, if you get stuck in molasses, you're dead. You can't swim. That's it. <laughs> you are, you're, well, and that's a lot of molasses. <laughs> that's like when flies get stuck in sap. So do so you think the, this the, beer is going to trigger... Bostonians or something, maybe? It might. I We're going to take like, a drink and be like, ah, there's 1919! Some, there's some guy who's like 125 years Jesus. old, and he's like, oh, I remember. It was, it was oh, Tommy. 2.3 million gallons <laughs> of molasses. What? In I'm going to say that's too many gallons of molasses. Why did they have It was, it was a molasses tank 50 feet tall and 90 feet in diameter. Good. Why? Well, I'm going to guess. Oh. Was, Why can't you build Apparently like the wave of molasses was things? 20 feet high at its peak. Holy that's, cow. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm learning some, so much about beer some brewing weird today. Stuff went down and they were like, molasses. <laughs> this is made up. <laughs> they see it coming and like, this might as well happen. I mean, like, there's newspaper articles. No. No. This, some weird stuff went down and it was a cover up and someone thought here's of a molasses. Here's a picture of like the aftermath where the molasses took out a bridge. I cannot <laughs> believe this. This is like on par with the assassin squirrels from, from DOA. Yeah, today. but this is real. 
I cannot. <laughs> you just I can't spoiler, buy man. into it. Come on. I like the world I live in. I want assassin squirrels and death by molasses. <laughs> this isn't Department of Defense. We can't get two sidetracked. I know we're gonna That's get a little sidetracked. I, I tried to bring it back to the beer like three times. I know, but I. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm stuck on this molasses. I, thing. I don't. I don't actually believe it. <laughs> there, I, there's no fucking way. I can't. <laughs> there's no way this happened. Forty degrees. That's cold for molasses. Oh, man, but it was only going 35. <laughs> See, I think that's the thing. What, did they have a fast. radar gun on that on that molasses wave? That's super fast. <laughs> yeah, that's like it needs to slow down for a school zone fast. <laughs> I do. I, I don't believe We're going to research it more after the show. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we, we should talk no, about it. No, we're burgering after we'll the show. Let's get through this. Actually, oh, that's a really good discussion topic. Yeah, we'll talk about it on Department of Defense. Right. Anyway, I do not believe appearance. that happened. <laughs> Appearance. <laughs> and back to our show. All right. Color may range from rich gold to very dark amber or even dark brown. Often has ruby highlights but should not be opaque. Uh, low to moderate off-white head may have low head retention. Uh, may be cloudy with chill haze at cooler temperatures but generally clears to good uh, to brilliant clarity as it warms. The color may appear to have great depth as if viewed through a thick glass lens. High alcohol and viscosity may be visible in legs when the beer is swirled in the glass. Oh, have you never done that? So, like, um, if you if you smell something bad, viewed through a thick glass lens, who's writing this? The same guy who yelled about bananas for fifteen <laughs> minutes. You know, when you're looking through a thick glass lens, it's like that. Okay. Well, no, like I, I mean, I, I can kind of see Don't what he's saying. Like guy. you, like if you, if you're looking like through a thick glass, like colors are a little distorted and. All right. Like, like, All right. I mean, I'm just I'm just flavor, strong, intense, complex, multi-layered, layered malt flavors, ranging from bready, toffee, and biscuity in paler versions through nutty, deep toast, dark caramel, and or molasses in darker versions, moderate to high malty sweetness on the palate. Although the finish may be moderately sweet to moderately dry, depending on aging. Some oxidative or vinous flavors may be present, and often complex alcohol flavors should be evident. Moderate to fairly high fruitiness and often with dark or dried fruit character. Hot bitterness may range from just enough for balance to a firm presence. Balance therefore ranges from malty to somewhat bitter, Pale versions are often more bitter, better attenuated, and might show more hop character than darker versions. However, all versions are malty in the balance. Low to moderately high hop flavor, often floral, earthy, or marmalade-like English varieties. Mouthfeel. Full-bodied and chewy, with a velvety, luscious texture, although the body may decline with long conditioning. A smooth warmth from aged alcohol should be present. Carbonation may be low to moderate depending on age and conditioning. <clears throat> so the comments. The richest and strongest of modern English ales. The character of these ales can change significantly over time. Both young and old versions should be appreciated for what they are. The malt profile can vary widely. Not all examples will have all possible flavors or aromas. Paler varieties won't have the caramel and richer malt flavors nor will they typically have the darker dried fruits. Don't expect flavors and aromatics that are impossible from, <laughs> from, from a beer of that color. 
I, I get get a little racist with your beer, man. Don't like <laughs> flavors and aromatics that are impossible from a beer of that color. Typically written as barley wine in the UK and barley wine in the US without a space in the US. There's, so the, in the UK it's Some barley man. space wine, and in the US it's barley wine all one word. Yep. So this is a barley space wine. I think they had a fight. Ooh, I think they did. Barley space wine. won't have the caramel and richer malt flavors, nor will they have the dark dried fruits. Don't expect flavors and aromatics that are impossible from a Be beer. Be reasonable, man. Color. No banana. <laughs> I think people were getting angry, and the guy was like, I'm typing it. <laughs> like, I want to sit in on, like, when they're coming up with these new... Because, like, these these were the... these. This is the newest one, and these are from 2015 or it's 2016. It's literally impossible. Like, you, just, you can't have that, man, okay? Be reasonable. I think you can. It's impossible. I'm putting it in. Uh, history. Uh, strong ales of various formulations have long been brewed in England and were known by several names. The modern barley wine traces back to uh, Bass Number no. 1, which was first called a barley wine in 1872. Barley wines were darker beers until uh, Tenet, now Whitbread, first produced Gold Label, a gold-colored barley wine in 1951. Usually the strongest ale offered by a brewery, and in recent years, many commercial examples are now vintage-dated and offered as a limited-release winter seasonal specialty. The original barley wine style that inspired uh, derivative ver- uh, variations in Belgium, uh, the United States, and elsewhere in the world. So the characteristic ingredients ooh, would involve a high-quality, well-modified pale malt should form the backbone of the grist with judicious amounts of caramel malts. Dark malt should be used with great restraint. Great restraint. Great restraint. If at all, as most of the color arises from a lengthy boil. English hops such as North Down, Target, East Kent, Goldings, and Fuggles are typical. Characteristic British, or characterful British yeast. That's... Not a full sentence. <laughs> no, it's not. Like every everyone has like one of these sentences yeah. where like they just had one too many. It's just like, like words. <laughs> Characterful British yeast. Anything else about that? Or? Uh, although often a hoppy beer, the English barley wine uh, places less emphasis on hop character than the American barley wine and features English hops. English versions can be darker, maltier, fruitier, and feature richer specialty malt flavors than American barley wines. Uh, has some overlap with British Old Ale on the lower end, but generally does not have the vinous qualities of age. Rather, it tends to display the mature, elegant signs of age. Vital statistics, our favorite part. Oof. IBUs, 35 to 70. The SRM should be 8 to 22. Original gravity... 1080 to 1120. This is the biggest one we've done it's yet. Massive. Final gravity should be 1018 to 1030. It's still really high. Wow. Yeah. But wow. Th- that attenuation, though. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> uh, and the ABV, 8.0 to 12.0. Yeah. But still a lot of sweetness left in there. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Well, you're you're... Balancing those IBUs. Too. Well, yeah. Well, because yeah. the the apparent IBUs on those is not that high. No, no, they're very, very sweet. Yeah. So you're kind. Of, I think that kind of balances. Right. It. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to find any of the commercial examples that they mentioned here at our local liquor store. 
Um, they have uh, Adams, uh, Tally Ho, Burton Bridge, Thomas Sykes Oldale, uh, Coniston, number nine barley wine, Fuller's Golden Pride, J.W. Lee's Vintage Harvestale, and Robinson's Old Tom. Uh, we weren't able to find any of these at the local, uh, so we're we're brewing our third beer in a row blind. Yep. And man, I gotta look at next week's beer. Just to, I'm hoping we can find something. Like, <laughs> damn. I want to. I I I need to get back to like tasting them while yeah. we're brewing them. <laughs> That's what's. That's just yeah. for point of oh, reference, Belgian right? blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. Be fine well, there. so like, if we're, if we're sitting there tasting a beer, we have some sort of reference of okay, we know we need these ingredients. Yeah, when we create the recipe, we can kind of figure out what flavors we want from that beer sure. or what we would like to change, which yep. is what we did with Spotted Cow, mm-hmm. and that whole type of thing. Like where you have this commercial example, it's a good example of the style, and then you kind of base off that. You don't know what the recipe. Your own fluctuations and stuff. Right. But you, you kind of figure what would be in there and what you'd like to change yeah. or what you'd like to emulate. So, And it's nice, but we've been just blue and bur- brewing yeah. blind. And, and it's not blah, 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 blind. So I'm, I'm thinking, uh, so let's start with boil. Because he said uh, you get most of the color from a longer boil. Yeah. So do we do 90 or do we do 120? Um, I think, I mean, if you're going easy on dark malts, should we do a barley wine? Should we do a two hour boil? That's what I was thinking. All right. If you're getting most of your color from the boil, you're going to be boiling a lot. So, yeah. I go with a 120 minute boil. All right, man. Let's see what we can do here. (laughs) Plenty of time. No, I know. No, I know. Like, well, we're doing it next Friday morning, so. No, I'm just. Actually, that's good, because I'm supposed to go have uh, breakfast with my grandma, so you can babysit the boil while I'm having breakfast. That'll be perfect. That'll be awesome. I'll be happy about that, I'm sure. (laughs) Or bring grandma over to work. You don't. We're going to, uh, we're going to Edric. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I had to work. (laughs) We're going to Edric, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, so base pale two row, or UK two row. I'm thinking like just UK pale malt as our base. That sounds like a good idea. Um, so they said be like a lot of crystal malts. Oh, uh, right, caramel malts or caramel malts. Okay, judicious amounts of caramel malts. All right, man. Well, let's see, judicious. <laughs> let's see, high quality, um, well modified pale malt. Well, I think I think we should use two or three different uh, caramel malts to uh, to get some depth depth of flavor. Sure. Um, So let's do like a caramel thirty. Okay. And maybe like a sixty. That would work. And then there's usually a one twenty, but I don't see. Oh, there it is. Or no, that's ah, there we go. One twenty. Perfect. And then they didn't. They said. Very little of the roast malts, right? Dark malt should be used with great restraint. So great restraint is none. Eh. <laughs> it's it's not none. I mean that's great restraint using none. All right, well, man. Wait, what, what kind of what kind of uh, let's see? Um, well, I think we should throw in a little. What kind of what kind of flavor are we trying to get? Because it's that? not telling us to use none. Um. Oh, it does say great restraint, if at all. So I guess let's just not use any. Yeah, let's not use any. All right. So 
Croquet. I, I forgot to read past the comma. <laughs> a comma is not a period. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> All right, what's our what's our top end? Uh, eleven twenty. Okay. Put it all in. Here's here's what I have so far. 15 pounds, uh, two row. <laughs> two pounds, crystal 30. Two pounds, crystal 60. Two pounds, crystal 120. Okay. And that gives us uh, 1108. <clears throat> that, well, 1080 to 1120, I think will fit right in. Yeah. Um, and then an SRM of 34. SRM 8 to 22 is what okay, we're going to be in. so let me back this. You know Get what? What if I axe the 120, and that gives us an OG of 1099 and an SRM of 19. Now you're in the right category. Yeah. All right. And that gives us a little wiggle room, right? Yeah, so 8 to 22 on the SRM. All right, cool. Which yeah. is not our biggest concern. Yeah, no, yeah. And we've we've been pretty good. OG 1080 to 1120. Yeah, this is 1099. So we'll be right in the middle. Yep. All right. Basically. So then hops. English hops, right? Uh, yep. Uh, North Down, Target, East Kent Goldings, and Fuggles. Okay. So do we want to single hop it or do we want to double hop it? Uh, and we're like, how? Well, I guess how much? How much do we just want to throw bitterness at it, or how much? And how much do we want actual hop flavor to come through? I think we should have a little extra hop flavor so we can age it. Okay. So, but we want to. We want to. All right. So, what's our what's our upper end on the bitter? Seventy. We've got we've got plenty of play okay. in this. So I'm thinking. Uh, what what was the other hop in there? It was EKG, Fuggle, and. Oh, hang on a second. Uh, North Down, Target, EKG, Fuggles. Uh, we want Target. Target is 11% alpha acid, if we can find it. There we go. Um, all right, and then probably EKG and Fuggle on the tail end <clears throat> at Flame Out. Or maybe, like, at 30. Sure. All right, so... All right, let's get ourselves some bitterness. So, start with Target. Let's try... And we're shooting for, like, somewhere between, like, 35 and 70, you said? 35 to 70. Okay. Oh, that way overshot it. Uh, what if we do 0. 0.5? 0. 0.5. Okay, so if we do, and then we can add the, re- the other halves in it. So I'm thinking two ounces at, of target at 60 minutes. Um, then at 30 minutes, we do half an ounce of EKG and half an ounce of Fuggle. Yep. Oh, wait, hang on. Yeah, okay. So for the first hour of the boil, no hops. Okay. Right? Yep. Um, and then we'll do the other half of EKG and Fuggle at Flame Out. Sure. What is that hitting you for IBUs? Um, let me finish putting these in here. 67. Yeah. Perfect. Because we want it to be a little higher in case we want to age it. Yeah. Which we'll want to age it because we have a lot of beers. 
Oh, no, this one's definitely getting aged. We'll, okay. I mean, we'll try it when it's done, when right. it's fresh on the show. But then we get a second episode out of it. We get a second try. All right, and now yeast. This is always the... <laughs> well, we have a three-word three sentence. Characterful British yeast. Oh, WLP002. Uh, Do it. Uh, English ale yeast from White Labs. Do it. Shabam. That's not going to ferment out enough. <sighs> At least that's what, from what this is saying. What's it saying we're going to add? Uh, 1033. That's too high. That's way too high. But, I mean, this has always been a little wonky. Um, let's see. White yeah. Labs. Or, uh, not White Labs. Uh, I want white yeast. I like white yeast better. Just because I like the smack pack. I like to smack it's it. It's fun. Um, oh, let's look at London Ale. Ooh, that has pretty good attenuation. Let's try see London Ale. That, see what that see what does for us. There, yeah. Max that. And yeast. London Ale. There we go. That drops us down. Uh, and we're uh, to the 1020s. Perfect. All right, so London Ale yeast. Whew. <laughs> so OG of 1099. Yep. Probably shoot for uh, 11. Is like where where we might end up, but yeah. So ten ninety nine, uh, final gravity. It says ten twenty five, but we've been hitting a little under that. Right. Um, and then sixty seven IBUs with an SRM of nineteen, ten percent ABV, two hour boil. Holy be- shit! This beer's beautiful. gonna be big. It's gonna be beautiful. That's all right in our vitals. She's she's gonna be brutal. So let's do it. <laughs> brutal. Saved uh, by re- I'll buy the ingredients this week and oh man that is good. it's it's our biggest beer yet man yep I haven't done a 19 pound beer since I was doing 10 gallons of pale ale <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be huge it's gonna be huge yeah. you know it huge. I know it Everyone I know knows it. you know it. we all know it all hashtag right. fake news believe me. Yeah, this is going to be a big beer. Yeah, it is. I think it'll be fun, though. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, and if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios and become a patron today. Uh, that's that's a great way to support us directly, and it really helps us out buying beer ingredients and stuff. Uh, brewing all these beers gets a little spendy, so please help us out. If you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head on over to blindnewstudios.com and click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. Um, then do your Amazon shopping as normal. After, after you check out, Amazon will give us a portion of whatever you buy like the the monetary value and send it to our bank account at so, no cost to you and no cost to you support so. your favorite content creators exactly support us and your favorite content creators uh, <laughs> separating yourself there i like it yeah uh if you uh if if you want to brew along with us head on over to blindnewstudios.com uh slash hb or uh just go to blindnewstudios.com and find homebrew bound on the homepage there uh, and then you can you can see all the styles that we're brewing or going to be brewing. Uh, so if there's one that you really want to brew and send in to us, we would really appreciate that. You can find all of our contact information on the website as well, or you can shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios, or follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. Uh, if you send us a beer, we will send you a gift. So We will. And even if you want to brew it 
like, if you see one that we're brewing this fall and you want to brew it now, go for it. Send yeah. it in to us. Because we are, we're, I mean, some of these we are really hurting for styles to try. So yeah. uh, all, all of the... Uh, so even if it, you know, if it's your style. Or, you know, if you're reading through the BJCP and you see some of those uh, commercial examples and you have them readily readily available, that, Let's that talk. really helps yeah. too. Yeah. We will send you a t-shirt for that too. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, I think that's the end of our show. So keep brewing and I'll see you next week. Hey. Toodaloo. Hey.